Hello, hello. What is up, Live Reality Games Podcast? It is Dom, and I am here again joined with Drew for today's episode recap of episode 12 of Survivor Grand Rapids. Fresh meat. Drew, how are you doing today? We're great. We're ready to get going. We had a double boot episode. I have double the amount of energy. We have double the amount of guests. We're Let's go. Yes, we did have a double boot episode, which means that our two guests for tonight's episode are our two castaways that had their torch snuffed. We are ready to bring them in. So spoilers ahead for those tuning in. We had our eighth place player. Taylor coming in live from Spain. Taylor, how's it going? It's going great, Dom. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. I know it's bright and early in the morning for you. I don't think the sun's up yet, so I appreciate you joining us. And then, of course, we have Bridget coming in at seventh place. (laughs) Both of you guys went out swinging on this episode. whether it be because of each other, but um, we'll dive into that for this episode. But let me just say it is great to have you both here ready to go. Um, for those tuning in, uh, this is a big episode. Next episode is the finale week. So we're going to be recapping everything from up to until this point, as well as speculating for finale week. So I'm really excited to get going. So Uh, Without further ado, let's hop into it. So, Drew, I know you kind of glossed over what, you know, your uh, thoughts were for the episode. You you spoiled that we had two two eliminated people. What were your overall thoughts of what happened? I can genuinely say that the pre-tribal scramble leading up to Taylor's elimination was probably one of my favorite episodes of... (laughs) survivor period it was so much running around and so many names were thrown out there were so many plans that everybody was trying to enact and it was just so fun to watch and to see the end result although it was sad to lose taylor it was like i have no idea what's going to happen i'm so excited to see who's actually going to get votes and who's going to go here yeah and then of course the emotion in the bridget boot was like following immediately after it was like whiplash going from like (laughs) okay this crazy strategy and then all of a sudden we're thrown into all this emotion it was so much fun yes it was quite the uh (laughs) quite the experience now taylor i know you um haven't tuned in as much for this season um but just kind of reflecting back for this episode what was do you remember what it was like kind of going into that tribal council before you were voted out. Yeah, I do. I remember it quite well, actually. I remember my heart was very heavy. I was sad because no one told me my heart was heavy, but I knew I was being voted out. I knew sense. And you know why? Because nobody was talking to me. Nobody was saying anything to me. I'm like, all right now's my time to go. And I'm like, if it's my time, it's my time. It, it, it was a tough um, go, I guess, for this, for this episode, you had a rough uh, canoodle sesh you, you got kind of thrown under the bus pretty hard. Bridget, your name was also out there. I'm sure we'll get all up into it. So before we kind of dive into this episode, Bridget, raw thoughts of watching this back, what was it like for you? Um, you know what? It was a wee bit embarrassing for me watching it back. Um, just because you get to see like what you regret. And you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, so it was a little hard. 
but it wasn't as bad as mm-hmm. being in the moment. So. Okay. So, well, I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't as bad as being in the moment. Cause I do remember <laughs> tensions were very high for quite a bit of it. Um, I do want to head over to our comment section of uh, Valencia saying hi. She left hey. a nice comment on our YouTube <laughs> video. She said that she's got a lot of questions in the best way possible for this episode. So I'm sure she'll be popping in and out as well as some of our other viewers that are going to be joining us. But uh, before we head into this episode, I want to kind of recap and give you guys a little opportunity to um, talk about your experience, you know, thus far for it. Uh, Taylor, I will start with you because you were voted out first so we can kind of get your story. And you did have kind of a you you and Bridget started off on the same tribe cascade early on and then you diverted um, swapping tribes and then kind of like your paths never really crossed again quite as much. Um, and so basically the question that I have, what was like the first half of the game for you, you know, kind of navigating everything? If you're there, if not, we can hop to Bridget and go there. I do know <laughs> Taylor is in Spain and we might have some connective issues. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll see if she can pop back in, but, uh, Bridget for you, I, you came in with the twist of the season from the jump that you had your sister Jen playing. Uh, what was it like for you, you know, going in, you started, you were cast maybe a week before we even less than a week before we even started playing. What was mm-hmm. it like, you know, at least getting through day one of that game? Um, you know what? It was exciting. And I felt very confident um, because I was like, you know, people don't really know me. This might be a, something that's hard to navigate. Oh, there goes Taylor. (laughs) Um, But also I was looking at it as like, this is really good for me because people don't know me. They don't know what to expect. And that way I can kind of um, like make a name for myself. It was fun getting to know people and being kind of like mysterious in a way a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was interesting to see how you were navigating it, especially with the fact that you and Jen didn't cross until the So, that was the worst. That was, that was disappointing. But uh, but once the merge kind of hit, you had your little stride, uh, you know, walking through that. So we'll get to that. Taylor, are you good to go? Can we ask you the question? Are you are are you is your audio fixed? I'm guessing. In the okay, <laughs> but we'll work with Taylor as as we go through that. Um, but moving on, I guess. Bridget, you swapped um, onto New Ionia. Um, coming off of that, you had your alliance with Sydney and Tom. What was your relationship like through that? Because it seemed like they were very much not a part of that, you know, group of, of pushing the alliances and stuff. Like they wanted a block vote, um, but you had that unique position to be in. What was that like for you? You know, at the start of the game. Yeah, you know what? I felt like I had the closest relationship with Sydney and Tom and that we had such a good alliance. I don't know if it was like translated like onto camera or if it was like caught on film or anything like that. But I was so happy when we swapped because I was with my closest alliance and I couldn't have been more happier with like how it turned out, except I wish obviously I was with Jenny, but I was really, really happy to be with them because they were like my tight people as far as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like that kind of carried into the merge for you. So um, we essentially see like you 
hit this like big, big wall. And a lot of people, you know, kind of chalk like your, I don't want to say spiral, but like the downhill projection of your game <laughs> between having to decide between your Alliance member, Tom and your sister, Jen. And that was one of the, I feel like that relationship just was never recovered with Tom. So we're fast forwarding a little bit to the merge. Um, but could you kind of walk us through that process, you know, of what that was like making that big decision and how you think that might've negatively impacted your game? Oh yeah. That stunk um well first of all i didn't know jenny was over here spilling all of our conversation details to ryan so that was a little bit annoying to watch too <laughs> i sent her a text message and i was like what the heck what are you doing telling everybody our business but um at the end uh obviously my alliance with tom was down the hole because um because of that one vote and even though other members of his alliance had voted for him, that didn't seem to really affect their relationship as much as it did with him and I, which was kind of like a little bit weird to me. Mm -hmm. But mm. like, I get it, you know, because he didn't know that Jenny was my sister. We were supposed to be tight and I voted for him. So I do understand that. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of, I don't want to say hypocritical, but a lot of bouncing back for Tom on his ideas of who he trusts and who he doesn't. Yes. Around. Mm. Um, and I don't, I, I still haven't been able to nail it down quite yet. So eventually going into finale weekend, no matter where Tom plays, I'm sure for his podcast, we will follow up and ask him where his yeah. thought process was. Um but Drew, you were you've been a Tom fan, you know, since Oh, the Stan, absolutely. Stan. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like watching, you know, Bridget and Tom go head to head? I mean, it was, you know, you guys had your thing. Kind of, you know, the, it wasn't it wasn't yeah, a right. flash, but mm -hmm. right. So the two of you and Sydney had your alliance in the early game, and then we had the swap, and your tribe was like, Oh yeah, we're not working together. Like we're just yeah, we're I guess. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> like we're not working together after we've like named ourselves the final three. Um <laughs> and then we get into the merge. Obviously, you vote for him. He finds out and he's like, Oh, that's fine. Right. That's fine. And then Sydney does the same thing and he's like, Oh, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Tom is like, I don't trust Bridget. I need her out immediately. And I'm I like, know. Okay. <laughs> it was um, all of a sudden I heard Tom and he was like, oh, Bridget, I don't trust Bridget. And I was like, what did I do to you, Tom? Like, nothing that like nobody Sydney, Sydney did the exact same thing. And here we are seeing Tom locked in a final three with himself, Sydney, and Brendan. And yeah, it's right. like, I don't know what the difference is. And then all of a sudden, also, we're getting, so we're getting that from t the Tom and Sydney side. And then from everybody else, we're getting, well, Bridget's the strongest female. And it's time for a girl to go. Obviously, a girl has Lies. to go. <laughs> it was a very, very interesting episode, I feel like, to navigate. Because, Bridget, you've had your name come up for the last couple of rounds, probably since the Spencer vote out. Um, <laughs> your name has been on the chopping block. It seemed like they got one les now out they were you know subconsciously targeting the next one mm -hmm. uh, so i guess before that episode were you sensing your name was you know more in danger than before i mean ryan almost idled you out uh, you know like yeah. what, was, what was it like navigating these last few rounds of the game so watching it was interesting because i guess i didn't realize like how much my name was actually being mentioned you know, I knew here and there, maybe we would use it as kind of like a ploy. Um, but I 
in my mind, I was so firm in my alliances. And I was like, oh, I can trust these people. Like, they'll tell me if they hear my name. And I'll Who did you consider to be your alliances, like your closest alliances? My closest, good question. My closest alliances, I thought, was definitely Sydney. I also, this thing with Tom, I thought we still had a good relationship. Um, and I really did trust Claire to tell me what was going on as well. Honestly, I thought I had a good relationship with these people where they would tell me if my name was being mentioned as well as Juliana. And uh, I think I'm forgetting somebody, Tom and Tom. So I feel like I thought I had like a good feelers out there, but that just mm. goes to show like you need to be doing so much more than what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And I, that was like a big takeaway for me for the show. Yeah, you did really, you seem to have like a strong grasp in the game, even when your name was being thrown out. Uh, we saw you go head to head with Ryan, more so in front of the scenes. Um, oh my gosh. You seem to be the <laughs> only person, at least in the popularity or the touchy subjects um, challenge that would act actively go for him, whereas everybody else wasn't even putting like, you know, a thing in his box. Um were you like kind of nervous at, you know, of his idol at all that he would target you at all? Like, what was your mindset even going for that? Was it just kind of out the door? Like I'm going for Ryan. Honestly, I thought that I had such good relationships with people that he didn't have. And maybe that's me being cocky. Um, But I was like, why haven't we gotten him out? Like, why is he still playing this game? Like, why are we not targeting him more? So that's kind of my mindset, why I was really going for him because I knew he was really coming for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and since I mean we haven't we kind of mentioned it uh, a little bit, but we kind of grazed over it and, and focused more on you know your game aspect a little bit. But I do want to touch on what it was like playing with Jen. We she fed information around <laughs> all that stuff, but we talked to Jen a little bit. Feels like you know months ago, but we talked mm-hmm. to Jen about her experience playing it with um, with you. What was it like playing with Jen as well? You know, it was unfortunate that we didn't get to play together as much. Um, the swap happened and like the odds weren't in our favor. We didn't get to play together. And then the merge happened. And I will say the number one thing I heard like when we got to the merge was like, oh my gosh, Jen and Ryan are so close. Like we need to get them out. And I was like, Jenny, girl, you got to like get a hold on this. People are on to you kind of thing. Um, but I was... I wish we could have played together more um, because other than that, I feel like I wasn't even like really thinking about even having her, which seems kind of weird, but we I was just so focused in on my own game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it seemed like, you know, kind of zoned in, at least for me, editing wise, it was very much like, you know, seeing confessionals and then like somebody would ask you like, Oh, so like, what are your thoughts on Jen? You're like, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> the game still too. Like you were, yeah zone which i think was a great um you know asset to have one of the questions that i have for you specifically and Uh-oh. i know hopping back but um i do want justice for this person i was talking with some people over the weekend about this but zoe on the oh, yeah. day one zoe goes and talks about how close she was with jen why didn't you keep that alliance together that was an easy number for you to be honest with you, I didn't know. And I don't remember maybe, oh, Kaylin, I don't remember if like you saw it in like um, video or anything, but I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew she was so close with Jack. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
And that's I, why I was like, oh, okay, like, I don't really know Zoe, you know? So I was like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, no worries there. I just, I, it was just, just kind of, you guys could have built an army from behind the scenes of just yeah. Jen's alliances from Ionia tribe. And so I was wondering I know. How, you, uh, how you were going to navigate that. But Taylor, you have joined us finally. Are we good to go? Technical difficulties fixed? A little bit? We are good. My connection is horrendous, but we are good. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we're glad that you're here to join us. So we might have a little lag like you do with uh, listening to the news. So Taylor, we just kind of talked about what um, Bridget, you know, has experienced for the first half of the game. Let's kind of delve into your experience for it. You ended up being the lone Grand Rapids player. You were the last Grand Rapids native out of the game. And so what my first question for you was like, what was it like navigating at least the first half of the game, seeing person after person that you, you know, were friends with outside of here, just go home. I we saw it kind of take a toll on you, but like, what was it like just overall experiencing that? So what was the overall experience like? Was yeah. that what, was that what the question is? Yeah, specifically with your Grand Rapids you know, keep going home. All right, so my experience internally, um, but I think it was an overall great experience. I think I thought I was closer friends with a lot of people <laughs> than I really was. Okay. I thought I formed good alliances. But that was not the case. Okay. And I think it was time to go. And when it happens at the time, it was hard. But internally and emotionally, the game of Survivor is so hard. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was quite the uh it was quite the journey for you uh, you know just behind the scenes kind of seeing just one person after the other it seemed um from Kristen from the jump going home to Teo right after to you know Liam right after and then Addison it was just back to back to back to people that it seemed like you were in alliance with um going out yes. so that was always very it was, almost, it was almost as if people knew like they were like watching me and like get them out of here which is a smart way to play we lost taylor <laughs> oh boy uh, so it sounds like taylor um at least from what i was able to gather from her wi-fi is uh, it's been a tumultuous season, you know, losing all those people back to back to back. Bridget, I guess we could swing the question over to you. Was it a matter, because you were with her from day one, was it a matter of seeing, you know, Grand Rapids people aligned over and over and over again? Or what was it like? Um, No, I don't think so. I don't think there was like a Grand Rapids versus like Detroit kind of thing. Partially because I don't really think people even knew I was from Detroit. But like, <laughs> um. But I don't think it was that. Uh, I think it was just kind of like at that point, it was just like consensus votes, you know? Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, so let's just shift gears going into this episode. We have a lot to unpack right now. This is fresh off of the Kyle 
blindside, dare we say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to put back into perspective, Ryan's idol was finally fucked. Um, Kyle goes home with two votes. Bridget receives one, and we're back at camp, and we go from there. So basically, um, Bridget, you find out that Ryan was <coughs> Taylor. This is post your um, big statement that Juliana is a big threat, which puts her on edge. So it's just kind of an all-around ominous feeling of who the next target is going to be and who's going to name that, um, you know, that threat. So Drew, watching it back, uh, you know, watching it for the first time, did you know before going into this tribal or before the challenge that it would be like, you know, how it was? Which before which challenge? The uh, the double the the pair challenge. So I had no idea what was going on. I figured everybody was going to be going for Ryan. So when Ryan and Tom won, first of all, Tom winning, great. Love to see it. <laughs> Ryan winning, great. Love to see it. Not because necessarily I want either of them in the game, but more so because it makes people have to choose someone else who's not Ryan or Tom, whose names we've been hearing over and over through the merge. Um, well, not necessarily Tom, but um, I was excited because – we get to hear new names. Um, and of course, Bridget, yours has been, yours has been coming up repeatedly, um, unbeknownst to you um, at that point. And so seeing the conflict, so first of all, we get the, is it going to be Taylor or is it going to be Bridget? And then Sydney's mm -hmm. like, what if we did Juliana instead? And everybody else is like, yeah, 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 yeah. We can do Juliana, whatever, later, uh -huh. not now. And I'm really confused. I want to. I wish Sydney was here, and I'm sure we'll talk to her at some point. I, why was she the sole vote for Juliana? Did she not know that everybody else was going to go for Bridget or Taylor at that vote? Or I don't know. Bridget, what was your mindset at that time? With all, of course, of course, you are finding out that your name is coming up. You mm -hmm. are. You end up going with Taylor. Was it ever a consideration for you to try to pull together a plan to take out Juliana? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I was like, wow, Juliana is a really good player. She's a very good competitor. Like Sydney did make a good case for her, you know, which everything made sense. But I think it was like a personal thing I had with Juliana and I really liked her. And I didn't want to vote with her because I thought her, Sydney and I kind of had this little like group going on. After all, like we did say that we trusted each other, like we'll come here to make like final decisions. So it just like felt like the wrong thing to do kind of, I think. Mm -hmm. It was it, it it seemed like um, Juliana really did put in work. You know, you mentioned at least during the post challenge canoodle sesh about how um, Juliana, you know, to her face, Sydney pitched you, Juliana, and then Juliana, you turn around and go, well, you are the biggest threat, you know, type thing. And then Juliana mm -hmm. kind of lists off why she's not who she's done dirty. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember. Uh, um, and it seemed like she did put in a little bit of work to make sure that, you know, to change your mind a little bit. How mm -hmm. much of that was, um, would you say, her game? And how much of that was just the personal bond that you shared? Um, I think the reason I didn't want to vote her out is because of a personal bond. Other than that, 100% on paper, she should be someone that, that you vote out. Because mm -hmm. she's played a pretty honest game. She's been strategic. She's really physical. Watching that freaking tic-tac-toe challenge she did really good in that and i was like whoa like i was sleeping on juliana a little bit you know kyle still won but uh <laughs> yeah 
I'm so sorry. Uh, no, the, so so yeah, Juliana has kind of emerged as like this big threat, and the reason why, you know, even before. Um, we find out that she was the one that, you know, told Ryan to play his idol, whether he believed her or not, or, you know, from that. Yeah. what was, uh, Drew, you know, kind of who has the power in that, re- you know, relationship If Juliana is the one that told you to play the idol yet. You have had this massive idol that you've saved for so long. Who is coming out on top after this move? It's Ryan's move. Juliana can't claim that move. I mean, she told him to play it, but I feel like he was going to play it regardless. He knows that he's at the top of the threat list. Um, And every time he's not, every time he doesn't win immunity, somehow somebody else does something to get themselves in a position to be voted out. It's crazy to me. But that idol play, I mean, if Ryan and Juliana are both in the final three, Juliana can claim that move. But if Ryan is in the final three and Juliana's not, it's Ryan's move. Like, that, mm-hmm. it's his. He played the idol. He found the idol. It was a publicly known idol that he had from the beginning of the game. It's Ryan's. Ryan saved himself. Juliana didn't save Ryan. In my opinion, I don't know. Yeah, it's a a difficult, um, it's a difficult kind of line to tread, I feel like. And it does come up in this episode where Bridget and Sydney post challenge when Juliana's name is getting starting to pick up steam. They start throwing her under the bus, telling her that she planted the seeds to, you know, split the votes with Kyle and um, Ryan. Uh, Sydney even throws under the bus, you guys as plan back on old like new ionia and to you know split the vote with ryan then ryan goes back um to juliana and kind of like confronts her and asks what her side of things are we see juliana kind of in her first pickle it seems like of how to navigate that um drew any thoughts on that interaction juliana is playing a really strong game and i'm liking that the good players now, including Bridget, um, obviously at this point, <laughs> Bridget, save. according at this point, or, or uh, no, 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 sorry, let me words. At this point in the game, Bridget is in the game and not in immediate danger. So the good players, Bridget, Sydney, and Juliana, are now having to face conflict, which at up until this point, they've kind of run things either separately or together. And so I love that Juliana is being put in positions where she's having to make hard decisions because it's about time. The good players need some opposition. Yeah. Question for you, Bridget, as somebody who had to watch their sister uh, be Ryan's number one, what is it like, you know, seeing Juliana be Ryan's number one? It's so it seems. Um, and like, did you see that in the game at all? You know, did you recognize that at all? Like what was um, the perception for, you know, in game of this dynamic? Well, Jen and Ryan, yes, obviously everybody knew about that. But as far as Juliana and Ryan, I had no idea. That was very, very impressive that they were able to keep that so under the radar. And like, she helped him out, you know, she's like, play your idol. And I had no idea. As far as I knew, Juliana wanted Ryan out more than I did. Mm -hmm. So she really played that very well, I think. 
Yeah, we see a lot of uh, group conversations where Ryan's not there and everybody's throwing out Ryan's name and Juliana's fully going along with it and nobody bats an eye. And then we see these yeah. conversations between Juliana and Ryan where they're plotting and scheming. Mm-hmm. That was an impressive relationship to me, an impressive alliance that was forming. It, it's a very it, it's a very interesting and impressive i would say at the same time because it's it's kind of like yin and yang like ryan is playing this very in your face like chaotic game and juliana carries herself with such like reserved confidence i feel like it's mm-hmm. it's a very interesting dynamic of how it how it plays out um and so this episode is very interesting especially with you know we we go into the challenge and they get paired up for two immunity wins, making six people vulnerable. Um, and I think this was a very, very interesting pair up because you have Ryan and Tom, you know, both are the only other people that have, uh, you know, held that immunity necklace besides Kyle. You have Brendan and Taylor who have also played a very, very under the radar game. Sydney and Bridget who are equally on paper, you know, seem to be uh, the same, you know, physically dominant strategic working together. Yep. And then Juliana and Claire, the roommates. So it was a very interesting split up where it seemed no matter who won immunity out of those pairs that, you know, something was going to get shaken up a little bit. And it just so happened to be the guy who needed immunity the most and Ryan, I'm kidding. Tom, Tom and Ryan. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about Tom, the immunity beast when we get to it, but mm-hmm. so, so Bridget, after that, what was it like kind of navigating that episode? Because it was very hard. You essentially went from seven eligible people down to six just like that. Like what what was your thought, you know, watching that back, but also in the moment finding out that that was a double um, immunity necklace? Yeah, that mostly stunk because Ryan won. And at this point, like I was so like tunnel vision on Ryan getting out. Like I was... I don't know if, yeah, if I even said it, but I was like, I need to get Ryan out. So number one, that's why it was disappointing. Number two, I would apologize because I know I lost that uh, that challenge for me and Sydney. Because I was like, no, 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 this is the domino. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't question it. And after I find out that I totally lost it for us. So I apologize about that. Um, and then lastly, I guess I didn't really think I was in that much danger until after all these conversations started to come up and Ryan told me he's like oh yeah like I'm pretty much gonna vote for me unless you give me something and that's when I was like crap I need to like do something and I was paranoid and stressed and I kind of like went crazy a little bit well and you also have to think about if Ryan and Tom don't win this challenge this is me just hypothetical if they don't win this challenge, if anybody else wins, Ryan probably gets voted out next. And then because Ryan is voted out next, Bridget, you probably aren't voted out immediately after. Yeah. So was, if Ryan gets voted out, I would say Juliana is on the chopping block next. I think Juliana or Taylor. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I would think that would be a pretty big move that we could be made and we can yeah. play speculation all day of who can you know if Bridget doesn't say anything like what's gonna happen <laughs> like I, I just went to Detroit for the weekend and I'm telling you that's all that we talked about it was just a consensus of like all right guys like raise your hand if you would have voted this way and then like you know make another yep. pitch and everything so yeah it's it'll be like that for years so. <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
so we can we can go from there um so uh not only did you lose the challenge um you messed up the the puzzle piece you also missed one of our most obvious clue placements that i have done in this in the series we put it right in front of you guys and i remember filming that you and sydney like are like oh we want to check this out and i'm like oh my gosh it's happening someone's going to be finding this clue that i've hidden for the last five rounds that nobody has found and you guys just go and check it and then walk away and i was like dang yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's like that is the worst part of it all forget me saying i'm voting for ryan forget all of that that was the worst part of watching this i was like no what was i thinking like why was I was looking around for idols and trees underneath the playgrounds? Like, girl, <laughs> have you ever watched Survivor before? Yeah, so that was very sad. It it was a tough one to watch. But it makes for good TV. I've been trying to get rid of that <laughs> or bad clue ever since Addison played his idol from the jump. I've been hiding that clue. It was underneath the food challenge. It's been underneath every single voting oh, booth. Wow. It's okay. been at, uh, it was at the tic tac toe challenge on the board. Nobody <sighs> found it. Um, so it might make an appearance in the finale. We will see. Um, but for now it goes unplayed. So we will see what actually comes to fruition with that one, but we get back to camp and chaos chaos ensues. Taylor's name gets thrown out there. Bridget, yours gets thrown out as a decoy. And I almost feel Ryan's play saying that he's voting for you is more to kind of just stir up the pot with you Yeah. until that point, if I'm being honest, I had not heard your name at all. And I just kind of mm-hmm. saw the look in his eyes and he's like, I'm going to try to play this, you know, villain mode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, watching that back, you know, the whole episode, at least for this, you know, canoodle session, what was it like, um, you know, reading everybody? Were you in the moment? Do you think you had the most information to make the decision that you did? Uh, well, watching it back now and seeing that conversation that happened between Ryan and Juliana and I, um, and him saying that, being like, you need to give me something or else like I'm voting for you. When I was hearing that, I took it as, oh my gosh, I am getting voted out. Like I am absolutely mm-hmm. done for. Well, so, like, you have I, to take it like that because Ryan has mm-hmm. immunity. Exactly, exactly. So that was really hard to hear. And looking back on it, it was very frustrating because I was like, if only I knew that I kind of had, I don't want to say the upper hand, but maybe an equal hand. Um, that I could have done more of my own gameplay instead of being so worried about myself. I, I think you, um, I think it was a perfect storm because I think without, you know, Ryan being able to play that with you and also Taylor coming in at the end and being like, I don't want to vote for you. That could have just caused so much chaos because from my perspective, you were integral in Sydney's, um, plan as well as Juliana's plan and I feel like just those people on your side you weren't going anywhere and they were kind of going for you know Taylor as well as Juliana so outside looking in I think you were okay but it was just the perfect storm of miscommunication misinformation coming towards you to make the decision Mm -hmm. that was my read at least well to be fair right before we went to the vote Taylor and I had that conversation and she was like, I really feel bad. Like, I don't want to vote you out. And I was like, no hard feelings. Like, don't worry about it. So I was totally hundred percent under the impression that she was voting for me. I would, and like I, think to file a complaint. I would like to file a complaint. When you guys had that conversation, 
I was like, when I watch these episodes, usually I watch them while I'm like on the treadmill or something at the gym. And I got off the treadmill and I was like, why are we having this conversation? Why are we not just voting Juliana? Why are you telling each other you're voting each other when Sydney is actively pushing for Juliana? You have three votes there. I'm sure you could have gotten Ryan. No, you couldn't have gotten Ryan. I'm sure you could have gotten Tom and probably Brendan because Brendan just does whatever people tell him to do. But I'm like, what? what is, what is happening? I guess at that point, I felt like I kind of want to have an alliance closer to Juliana than I do with Taylor. And so that's why I was like, eh, nope. Sorry, you're done. <laughs> but instead of telling her you're voting for her, why not tell her, oh, why don't we just vote Juliana? And so she's off of you, so, and then you vote her. Because I still thought that everybody was going to vote for me because of what Ryan said. So I thought by deflecting the votes off myself and getting them onto Taylor, which might be an easier vote for people than Juliana, right? like sure. I would be safe, right? Yeah, I think that's how it played out. And the one thing that I wish that we had was a nice confessional at the end to tie it together from you so that we knew we knew that plan. I got that read from mm-hmm. you from um, you know, just watching everything play out and I knew that was going on and I wish that was being translated um to the screen. And so we see you make your move, you know, putting Taylor's line or name on the line and seeing what kind of latches onto it. And it seems to go almost unanimous. I believe Taylor goes for you and then Sydney goes for Juliana and it was out of nowhere. Um, It seemed like Sydney keeps having these little missteps through the merge. And I'm like, you're a good player. What are you doing? Anyways. So it, it comes to fruition and Taylor's torch gets snuffed. Bridget, you. Hey, you we know, don't. We can't skip over the Bridget bomb. The Brit, the Bridget bomb. The first. <laughs> Wait, one? do we have to talk about it? The Let's first one. It. The first one. Okay, so the first Bridget bomb of dropping that Taylor is going to be your vote, um, and that you were going to be aligning with Ryan for the next round. So that right. was your first kind of big move. I would. Which feel. I loved. And it was an epic moment because it, it, you know, it kind of put Taylor on edge. And I know Taylor, you know, was kind of taken aback from it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it didn't really feel like a lot of people were jumping on that train the way that a lot of people, you know, jump on your train on the next vote. And so, but it still kind of has like this resounding effect of everybody just kind of, it feels like almost groupthink. But little do we know from this canoodle sesh that Juliana um, and Claire kind of laid out these paths to, you know, go there. Um, So do you think, you know, it would have gone your way, like reflecting had you not said anything or, you know, how how about me saying with I'm voting for Ryan uh, going for. So we're still on the Taylor one that you're going um, for Taylor. Do you do you wish, you know, looking back, like, do you think that you needed to say anything for that one? Or do you think, you know, you stand by it? Oh, no, looking back on it, I really didn't need to do that. It wasn't necessary. And the no, moment you did. I did, it was great. <laughs> in the moment, I did think it was necessary. Um, but I was like talking to my my mom, my cousins about it, because we all watch this. And they were like, no, that was like really good, Bridget. And I'm like, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Bridget, I've been a fan of yours all season. But when you did that and you you dropped your first Bridget bomb, I was like, yep, this is, I'm all in on Bridget now. Like Bridget is <laughs> who I want. And then you did it again later. And I was like, oh no, what are you doing? You're like, stop, stop, Bridget, too much. 
We yeah. finally did get like a lively tribal council. And I know that's what we were asking for, for the whole season. I can't tell you how many times we've cut off the cameras and everybody's like, we didn't have enough time to canoodle. I'm like, do it at tribal. And then everybody just sits there. Uh-huh. And so yeah. you finally decided to bring it. And unfortunately, Taylor went home. Uh, Taylor's been messaging me on the side. Unfortunately, her Wi-Fi has not been working, uh, but she is out in Spain. Um, she it was it was so good to be able to see her for a little bit because I haven't seen her since <laughs> we left. Um, and so just chatting with her for the brief amount of time was great. She did leave us with a message. Um, she said overall the game was a challenge, but it was great. I think I played the game well and in a way that was true to me. After leaving the game and being eliminated, I had absolutely no regrets because I played the exact way that I wanted, which was honest. And that's all that I could expect from Taylor. Um, I was very happy that she came out and gave it everything that she had. She added such a unique dynamic to the season of, um, you know, not being able to not like firmly saying she's not going for anybody, no matter how their names were like how severe their names were on the chopping block. And it was always fun to kind of see her maneuver that. And, you know, seemingly being the only person that was like, on the right page every single round is that we need to go for Ryan and we need to go for Ryan. And so I'm <laughs> glad that Taylor was able to play and what she contributed to the season. Um, so it was great to have her. And I'm hoping if she's watching right now on her poor connection in Spain, uh, that we, we, I'm, I very much appreciate her time and coming on um, and, and joining us for the brief period that she did. Yeah, um, I agree. It was really interesting watching Taylor play because she was so non-committal, but honest at the same time. Uh, which was it was a lot of fun speaking of honesty Bridget um let's get to the next round (laughs) um so jumping we jumped basically right into the next tribal I mean the challenge but oh Uh, my gosh traumatic it was I mean it was traumatic that was mean Dom that was very mean of you (laughs) traumatic for you I will say I think watching it I, I'm sure you know by now that no, nothing that you do in Survivor, unless you're like actively stabbing someone, says anything about your character outside of the game. Um, yeah. I loved that you suddenly became the villain of the season, personally. I know. <laughs> the supposed villain. I, I feel like that just goes to show like that the narrative could just switch so you know, it was a very, very unique tribal council. And I feel like we can dissect this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into that, I do kind of want to talk about your expectations because you seem to be the one that was just, everybody was like, oh no, we're going to a tribal. I'm looking at the footage and you look just devastated that we were going straight into another like yeah. tribal. Um, going into that, what was your mindset, you know, um, going into that challenge at least? And then, you know, Likewise, after Tribal Council or going, challenge, going into Tribal Council. Okay. So going into the challenge, I was thinking 1,000%, I must win this. If I don't win this, I am up a creek without a paddle or down yeah. a creek, whatever they say. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't win it, obviously. Um, that Tom was, is an immunity beast. I know. Shout out to Tom. Well, he makes an appearance late for me, but, um, yeah, that was terrible. I didn't win it. And I was like, shoot, now I'm really in trouble because I literally just told Ryan, oh, I'm with you next time, buddy. Like, oh oh my gosh, that was so bad. So 
to kind of like jump into it a little bit and explain myself before I lose my train of thought, I wanted to say something. And the reason why I said this, looking back on it, I shouldn't have. But the reason why I wanted to is because I did just say that to Ryan. Everybody just saw me say that to Ryan. And even if they didn't, now I'm going to go and write Ryan's name down because he is the biggest threat in this game and I need to get him out. And he's also been saying my name too, saying that he's not going to vote for me, but has been voting for me and collectively lying to everybody as a group. Mm -hmm. So I had to tell him straight to his face because I don't want to be a liar. And I knew that if he went on the jury and got voted out then, then that would be really bad for me because he could paint me to be a really bad like villain in the game. And that would not give me jury votes. So that's kind of why I did that. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. I'm almost wondering if you didn't say anything and you had voted Ryan regardless, Mm -hmm. would he have gone out and then it could have just been swept under the rug that you went back on your word and you just, oh, I don't have to say anything about this because he's gone and if nobody's going to say anything about it, I don't have to say anything. Yeah, that's so fair. Honestly, I've been like thinking about it this whole time after watching it. And I think if I didn't say anything, it probably would have been better for me because maybe people still would have voted Ryan because it seemed like everybody was on that bandwagon. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about it and I was like, gosh, you know what? Maybe somebody else would have said something and I still would have gone out because I know Tom didn't like me unbeknownst to me. He was like, right. He got Taylor out and you were the only other person left on his little list that he made yeah exactly and then i knew ryan wanted to get me out like he would have no problem writing my name down um brendan for sure would write my name down and write anybody's name down so it was just like i didn't know i didn't know what would have happened but i shouldn't have said anything because it probably would have been better for me i think it's it's like yeah like we're we're all that's that's the um the beauty of survivor i would say regrets yeah beautiful it's all able to like yeah. look back and be able to <laughs> say like yeah like i should have done this i shouldn't have done this but you also created one of the like honestly like fame like iconic i feel like at this point uh for all of the seasons that we've done this is a very very bold move you played big and you tried your best to to do you know to make a move happen um I feel like it really did just come down to like underestimating Ryan's relationships with other people in the game. Yeah, definitely. As well as how it might be perceived. And I think those like teetered just the, again, the perfect storm to be able to create like you going home. Had Mm -hmm. you like, had, had we gone to back to, back to camp and back to, you know, like, Oh, like just another round. I feel like you could have gotten the dirt off of you. Like, you know, and then still yeah. maybe even yep. made a move on Ryan the next round and gone back on your word then and still had people go for you. It was just a back to back and gone back on your word then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like it's all about the timing and that's, yeah, that's yeah. what it's like for this three day game. It's very quick paced. You make these decisions mm-hmm. on the fly, which for me, it makes these bigger moves even, you know, bigger because you think of these within, you know, five, 10 minutes of actually doing them. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's also timing is important, but I also think perception is important because at this point, especially in fast paced games, perception is really important because all of a sudden you're thrown from a tribal straight into a challenge, straight into another tribal. People don't have time to talk. And if you're putting yourself out there and immediately somebody is saying, well, you are, you're lying. 
Like you just lied. You just went back on your word. It's like, oh, I'm perceiving you now as a liar. This person's right in front of me. The timing works to get this person out who's been mentioned as a threat. And also now we know that she has gone back on her word. So easy, easy vote. Exactly. I think the, so let's kind of briefly, I, we're, we're running close to an hour almost. We still got to do our power players. Mm-hmm. So I do want to analyze this just a little bit more. It seemed like Ryan, you know, he, he dug deep. He went for the um, disgraceful, immoral, all the above, but it, yeah. it, for me, it really didn't send like sell until Sydney hopped on the train. And I feel like Sydney might have been the biggest, you know, thing to throw you off of your game, Sydney hopping on this. Can you speak to that at all? Like, I feel like one-on-one you probably could have out, you know, pitched Ryan, I guess, but like with Sydney coming at you from the left and Ryan from the right, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of a one-two punch for you. What was it like seeing Sydney hop on this? Yeah. To be honest, um, when Sydney started talking, Brendan was like, Oh, she's got something to say. And when Sydney started talking, I was like, thank God, like somebody's going to be on my side. Like somebody is going to vouch for me. Like, oh, I like, thank goodness. That's all I could think. Like a relief came over me. And then all of a sudden when she was like, um, but now there's like a, a bigger threat or something like that. And I have to vote for Bridget. I was so shocked. Yes, that hurt the most out of, and, and like out of everything, out of being called immoral and disgraceful. That was so hard for me because I thought that Sydney was my closest alliance in the game. I know that it didn't seem like that on camera. Um, maybe I should have been more obvious with that. No, but- I think I think we I think it was well portrayed that you felt Sydney was your closest ally. Okay, yeah, a hundred percent, I did, and I didn't know that she had like been mentioning my name previously and stuff, and like talking to Addison about our conversations. Um, so yeah, that was really, really, really hard for me. Um, and I was like, okay, well now I'm doomed. You know what I mean? I was like, she said that like, now I'm just like really like done for. So. It it was kind of a, a tough thing to watch. I mean, I occasionally go back and um, rewatch from the beginning uh, of Survivor mm-hmm. Grand Rapids, making sure I still have all my storylines in order and everything's mm-hmm. still adding yes. up and everything. That's a but- lot of work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but being able to uh, like kind of look back, like you and Sydney did start off on the same tribe. You've been to every single tribal council, but one together up until this mm-hmm. point. And so it was kind of a big relationship that you did rely on each other quite a bit for. Um, and I, it, I do think this kind of goes into like how interesting it is not having like alliances in this and like the perception of a lot of this not being locked in and moving forward um you know with these people and sydney i feel played a very good game i don't know if this is the right move that she needed to put on her resume but um it was definitely a move that she can claim if she makes it to the end yeah that's a good point i don't think it was a fair move but it was a move yeah, it was it so, was definitely a move. We don't we know. We all make them, right? Yep, we don't know right. if it was uh, for the best, for the worst. Um, I do know that uh, this episode had a lot of parents group chats blowing up. Um, everybody is confused about how Juliana, you know, caught no votes. How Ryan caught no votes. How Bridget ended up getting. Um, you know, unanimously voted out. I think I had this discussion. Yeah. You know, if I could see you going out this tribal council, it may mm-hmm. be a four to three vote. 
but not a unanimous vote. You didn't deserve a unanimous vote. That Thank you. <laughs> I remember when I got voted out, I was walking out and I was just like, had my bag. I think I went and picked it up and I was like sulking out and Mark, Mark who played the game came up oh, to me and God. gave me a big hug. And he was like, Bridget, like you did so good. Like you didn't deserve that. And it made me feel so much better. So shout out Mark. You and Mark are going to be really fun to watch on the Villains Tribe on Heroes versus Villains. Too. Stop! <laughs> we'll, be on <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that will come down to casting. Um, but yeah, Bridget, again, you played a fantastic game. Um, I feel like we wrapped it up just as much as possible. I do want to touch on maybe Drew's expectations for what we can see in this finale and maybe tie that into our power mm -hmm. players going in. So we have our finale. I will note for those that have stuck around for this podcast, the finale will not be out this week. We have a massive undertaking to make sure that I make it high quality. I know it's another week that I can't get it out to you, but it's another week for you guys to be able to go back and maybe rewatch Bridget and Sydney's relationship from the beginning. Um, but up and it should be out next week. Um, so be sure to follow along, but without further ado, the finale, we have three guys. We have Ryan, Brendan, and Tom, and then Claire, Juliana, and Sydney. And it's a three, three OG cascade, OG Ionia split. It's a very interesting oh final three um you know or final six going into this uh finale drew expectations thoughts what are your you know what's your collective um assumptions maybe going in i think it's going to be interesting because we do have a final three that's been set between tom sydney and brendan and i think if that happens sydney wipes the floor um but i don't know maybe tom i have mixed thoughts on tom um and if he could win or not but Brendan's not winning. I think Brendan is the person who everybody else in the final six should be looking to drag to the end. Um, so I'm assuming that that's likely going to happen unless people get on some sort of moral high ground about like, oh, I only want the best players at the end so I could beat the best. Well, if you vote them out, you've beaten them. Um, but anyways, I digress. And then we have the Juliana and Ryan duo, which I think will be really interesting. I'm interested to see, because I think Juliana has a pretty solid path to the end, but I'm wondering if she's going to actually try to take Ryan out. I don't know. And then Claire is playing such a good, this is usually seen as a negative thing, but it's not. Claire's playing a really good floater game where she's yeah. been able to just vote with the majority each round. So I don't know. I'm expectations i'm expecting a ryan if ryan makes it to the end i think he wins um otherwise i would expect either juliana or sydney to win unless tom can pull something out um unfortunately because of the perception of claire i don't think she can win and i think brendan at this point has no shot because he hasn't done anything but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what's to come. I hope Tom's immunity streak continues three in a row. Um, is that a record? Is that a Dearborn great no. record? Having three in a row? Delano won four in a row? That's right. That's right. Well, Tom's going to get five. So <laughs> that's, um, he's a physical and mental beast. So he's got it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. Tom did let me know that he does listen to the podcast. So he has been thrilled with your support throughout the season, Drew. So <laughs> to hear that. We had a rough patch, but we're back. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bridget, what about you? So getting voted out at final seven, I'm sure your mind, you know, was all over the place about what could have happened, what um, 
you know, all the what ifs going into it. And you had your re- like reconciliation with, uh, I think that's the right word. Re- reconvening with Jen, I guess. So like you had that oh, yeah. big moment Were you even thinking about, you know, what was happening at the final six um, and who you wanted to, you know, keep winning or like, um, who were your picks, I guess, without spoiling what happens, who, yeah. who was your, your, you know, you get snuffed uh, and you're sitting at Ponderosa. Who was your pick to, uh, you know, win that you wanted to support from the sidelines? Yeah. So at this point, I, I st- Still, I still really did like Tom. Um, I, I think Sydney was kind of like off my radar at this point. I don't think I wanted her to win necessarily. And I did like Juliana. And it took me a little bit to maybe get over Ryan. Um, but oh. then I was like, okay, I could be fine with him winning. Like he has played a good game. Um, and then Claire. Claire, I do want to say she like, yes, has been playing floater game, but she has good relationships with people. Yep. Like everybody talks to Claire. So she's been doing a good job with that. And then Brendan, I thought I talked to Brendan more than I actually did. Um, but I guess I didn't. So I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. Well, I don't know that there is much to say about Brendan. <laughs> and I mean that not in a personal way, Brendan, if you're watching this by chance, you know, I've been very negative on your gameplay, not on you as a person, just right. to clarify. Character. Character is very important to us here. (laughs) Um, So over in the comments, Valencia lets us know that Terminator Ryan is target number one and why people might want to keep him in the game. (laughs) But every time he has the chance to get him out, um, they might as well just give him the win. So if Ryan skates by to the final three, we will see if that comes to fruition. And she does say she wants the ladies to take out all the guys. Um, She's been really impressed. I do think... You know, who would have thought me casting an even number of guys and girls on the first, you know, for the first time that we would actually see some great gameplay come out of the girls. Not dissing my Survivor Dearborn (laughs) girls, but this is the first time we've been able to see, you know, maybe an alliance of more than, you know, Alyssa and... uh, Yeah, I was going to say Alyssa. (laughs) Santana, like, (laughs) like, or something. So I'm glad that uh, their gameplay is finally able to, you know, to shine. And it is shining because they do deserve it just as much as, like, the guys do. But this is the first time we've really been able to see a strong, you know, game all around from all of the ladies that have come out to play. And I respect it. It's it's not easy, you know... being around a bunch of uh, cross country guys that (laughs) joke all the time. But um, so I do respect everybody coming out and playing. We will see what ends up happening um, with our final six in the finale. Um, We do have a question. When did the rest of the cast find out Jen and Bridget were sisters and what were their reactions? Looks like you guys might have to stay tuned for jury questions because that is when uh, I believe the final three found out. But uh, Bridget, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys did let it ha- like be known in the jury. Yes, we did. We did. Apparently, Jenny had spilled the beans already. And then when we finally got there and I told Tom, he was like, oh, well, that makes sense. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that tracks as a Tom response. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving into our power players, we have our six people that you can vote for again, Ryan, Brendan, Tom, Claire, Sydney, and, um, Juliana. Why did I forget Juliana? But, um, so you can rank them one through three. First place will receive five points. Second place. Wait, 
First place gets three points. Second, I was like, oh, okay. Stepping it up. Third place gets one. We will start with our third place picks. Drew, what about you? Who is coming in at number three for the week for you? You know, we're at final six, and my short list has five people on it. So um, this was a tough one for, for number three. I think I'm going to go with Claire uh, as number mm-hmm. three because um, – I mentioned her floater game, and then upon me mentioning that, Bridget further solidified me giving Claire the point by discussing how Claire's social game has been quite strong. Again, I don't know that Claire can win because I think the perception of her was kind of ruined from the beginning, and not not by any fault of her own, but because you have to make these judgments about people so quickly. So unfortunately, I don't see her winning, but I think she's playing a great game, and she the position she has been in the entire game, she has maintained. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. um, Bridget, what about you? Number three. So I was thinking about Claire for my number three. Um, So I kind of like had some flipping around going on for mine, but I ended up going with Ryan Mm -hmm. and I put Ryan as my number three because when we were at that tribal council and, you know, everything was going on, whatever, And when he mentioned, oh, like, we know you're just putting on a play. Like, this is just, like, for the jury so you can get jury votes. I think that was the final nail in my coffin. And him, like, recognizing that, and I didn't even recognize it as a play. But he was smart enough to think about that and say it out loud. And I think that really got people being like, oh, yeah, actually, like, that's a good point. And that was, like, really solidified everything. So I do have to get him my number three spot for that. That's fair. Um, Claire is getting my number three spot. Uh, I had her go over Juliana, I think. I think Juliana did play a really good social game this week, um, you know, especially with you and, you know, talking to you and walking you through and hopefully being able to work with you, you know, for that vote. Um, however, Juliana would not have found out that her name was on the chopping block without Claire being involved in a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire did like what we've all been kind of saying, Claire is involved in a lot of, a lot of things. A lot of it does end up on the cutting room floor um, specifically just because they aren't like, the pivotal conversations, but she keeps a lot of information and she also distributes it like accordingly. And so the clips that you do see is her getting the information and then distributing it. Like, you know, so she gets a lot from a lot of people and she's been able to maintain this under the radar game, kind of what she's talked about in like her tribal council answers. Um, And despite her not being a, um, a front runner contender, for um you know going into the final six for for the finale if she does make it to the end i think she does have a case that she can make um whether it be as compelling as who she's sitting next to that's that's to uh figure out but i do think she has a case which is more than um a cohesive case which is a lot you know than a lot of survivor players can say going into a final three um so claire's getting my number three spot drew what about you for number two it sounds like Bridget and I uh, kind of were thinking along similar lines because I was teetering for number three between Claire and Ryan. Um, I don't know if we'll be similar moving forward, but for number two, I have Juliana solely because she was able to mitigate the her name being brought up by multiple people, even though she did receive a vote from Sydney. She was able to make it through that tribal council and then the following tribal council, no eyes were on her at all. Um, I do think she's mm-hmm. probably one of the 
is Juliana the best player of the season? Quite possibly, I think. Um, I think that her having no eyes on her and not making any waves in the second portion of the episode is exactly what she needed to do since everybody is viewing her as this huge threat. Um, she still has her thing with Ryan that nobody knows about. I'm just hoping they don't catch on to her because I would love to see Juliana make it to the final three. So I got to go Juliana. Okay. I think that's a totally valid uh, reason. I think there's a strong reason for a lot of our final six. I um, agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Spots. Um, Bridget, what about you for number two? Two, I put Tom. I put Tom because he has won three challenges in a row and that by itself, you deserve a spot on my list. I also think that he has some good relationships and he's thinking about final three and who he wants to take there. Um, and I think taking Brendan would be good for him. And I think Sydney, he's had an alliance with her for a long time. So that's good for him. And he can, you know, tell that to the jury, like we've been together since the start. So I think Tom is in a good spot right now. So he gets number two. Tom is also getting my number two. Uh, I think he's played a very, you know, not just has he won three immunities in a row. He has also done stuff with those immunities. Like, I mean, he was part of the conversation to split the votes on Ryan and Kyle. He, this most recent one, he was able to kind of like leverage his immunity with Ryan and figure out, you know, what was going on. He's been able to, you know, kind of navigate a lot of these conversations. And it's almost like that immunity has given him like, some sort of confidence um, mm-hmm. that we haven't seen in his like gameplay before. It's a lot more aggressive uh, yeah. and uh, it's, it's working, it's chaotic and it's aggressive and it's almost working a little bit better um, than I think Tom is aware. Uh, so I do think he is um, going to face a little turbulence going into finale, just, you know, with there being so little people left and just having three immunity wins on your name is, you know, easy pickings right there. But up until this point, I think he's in a really solid spot, especially with his uh, alliance with Sydney and, and Brendan and seems to be on decent terms with Juliana and Claire as well. Um, and Ryan, of course. So uh, it seems like he's connected all around. So he is my number two. Drew, your number one for the week. Tom. I mean, of <laughs> course. Um, I Not only did he win two more immunities in this past episode, like you said, he's in a great social position. I think the jury likes Tom. He doesn't have any bad blood on the jury. Um, one thing that I have just like realized about Tom, so at the beginning of the game, especially in the pre-merge, Tom was pretty indecisive. Yes, he was involved socially, but he was indecisive. And now he's at a point in his game where he knows what he wants to do and he knows how to get it done but he's able to maintain the facade that he's still indecisive. Uh, example, giving non-answers at tribal. Uh, he's very good at not answering questions, um, which is a strength. Like you, it's, it's annoying to watch, but it's a strength in the game because nobody knows yeah. where you're at. Um, so on top of the things you guys have already mentioned about Tom, I think he has that going for him. Uh, I think it could be very fun to watch Tom give a final tribal speech. Um, so yeah, I gotta go, Tom. Tom is a good pick. I mean, it, it's rough to rough to kind of th- again. This is a rough rough power player ranking. Um, yeah. Bridget, you're number one. Number one for the reason of position in the game and their connections, and as far as like how they've been playing the game so far, I definitely have to give it to Juliana. I mm-hmm. think for most of the reasons that Drew said earlier. Um, why he gave her a spot is pretty much why I put her as number one. Um, So 
I don't think I have to say much more than that. I think she's doing a really great job playing the game and an honest game, but also like physical and strategic. And she's always thinking about herself, but also like the people and the relationships around her. So I think she's really killing it. Yeah. I think Juliana also is really good about having backup plans for things. Yeah. So true. Juliana, um, I feel she took a backseat for this. She was number four or five for me. It was, it was tough to pick. Um, my number one is Ryan. I feel like Ryan dominated physically this episode and then just socially. Bridget, you got done so dirty by him, but he was able to maneuver that tribal council. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say flawlessly, but he was like you kind of mentioned, he jumped on the moments that he needed to jump on and kind of, yeah. you know, you you show you put on a show from what he said he put on like a performance like he I feel yeah. like he bounced off of you and did the exact same thing and just didn't get caught yeah. um, so I think not only this this round specifically um, we've been kind of knocking like Ryan's like social and strategic game like he he does really at least up until this point has tagged onto a lot of votes I feel like this one he has specifically just like you know drawn um, you know, the, the votes to your name. And unfortunately it, it was in a negative way, but it was in a very, very smart, smart, smart way. And the reason why I give Ryan this over Sydney is just, he had a stronger episode. I feel like from the jump from winning immunity, we saw him, you know, feel free to go off and sprint and find an idol. We found, we saw him like, you know, just kind of being a little more dynamic with his strategy and stuff. Um, and it really let him take a step back. Whereas Sydney, I feel like was kind of interchangeable with, um, you know, Juliana. She gave a really good pitch to go for Juliana. Nothing picked up traction. And then come tribal council, I feel like she also just kind of hopped on the Ryan train. However, it was also a very good move for Sydney. It was a move like we've kind of discussed, but it was a good move for her resume that she can point back to. Like I said, all five people, I feel like Brandon didn't really do much this episode, but we will see what happens in the finale. Um, so, but a, a lot of our uh, people, this is a very diverse, um, you know, power player ranking. So I'm excited to yeah. plug this into my little mm-hmm. algorithm and see where everybody's points lay. And for those that are tuning in, you can find who would be at the top of the list um, on our social media. Be sure to follow Survivor Grand Rapids. Um on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook is where we post our rankings. Uh, and this will be the last one before finale week. I'm sure uh, I am thrilled for it. I'm sure everybody else is ready to go as well. Yes. Um, Drew, before we close out, any last minute questions for Bridget? Yes, I have two. Uh, number one, you so you made it through the first day. You made it through the second day. You made it through most of the last day. What would be your advice for someone who's going to play this game in the future? Hmm. My advice would have to be, and I think I touched on it earlier, as much as you think you're doing, I thought I was playing the social game. I thought I was talking to everybody. You are not doing enough. Put down the granola bar. You don't need to go to the bathroom right now. Get out there and talk to people and do go above and beyond what you even think that you need to do. That'd be my advice. And then my second question is, would you play again? <laughs> I've thought about this. On my way home driving, I was like, oh, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> but the more that I think about it and watching it and learning like uh, how to play a better game, I think I would. 
yeah, I think I would come back and I'd come back stronger and better and hopefully win. More Bridget bombs. That's what we want. Yeah, maybe at the right time. <laughs> Timing is key, like we said. Maybe some mini Bridget grenades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. better. That's better. Um, well, Bridget, it would be an honor to have you back to play. Again, I, I don't think this was like – reiterated at all during the season and we kind of glossed over it during this uh this podcast but you were you had less than a week to prep for the season you came in playing with uh your sister as the youngest player that we had on the season and you adapted socially strategically um physically you had that like dual um ab challenge crate win with taylor oh yeah that was awesome. oh that was so fun you came out and you dominated in a lot of ways that created a lot of fun gameplay a lot of social dynamics um and you navigated the sister twist perfectly and lasted quite a bit after it you know despite losing her two rounds in um mm-hmm. so i don't think it's a question of you know coming in and you know playing you know with jen and jen shadow or anything i think you earned your spot as you know, like your own solo player Yay. and you came out and you you know played hard and that's all that we could ask and i i know i was thoroughly impressed everybody on production you know we would close out the day and we'd be like <laughs> got a shot bridget has a shot and you're one of the day three so i am so glad that you um you know took the chance on us and being able to play on such short notice so Again, thank you. thank you so much for playing. I appreciate you coming out and you know giving it everything that you had. And you yeah, you were so there. exciting to watch. Definitely, oh, strong, yay. yeah, strong player, good TV. I I love watching you. Oh, thank you so much. And now I am 21. I had a birthday, so those challenge wins will be even more sweet. Yeah, we'll have <laughs> we'll have some extra summer shandy for you. So yeah, thank you, thank uh, you. Valencia also commenting before we head out. She is also proud. Oh, of you, so. Thank you so much. It was so fun. Further ado, yes, Bridget. Thank you again for coming on. Drew as well. Thank you for coming on. Oh, we right. are down to our final six it has been a long time coming we started this journey back in july i started airing it in december and after a lot of weeks that i've taken off we have to take off at least one more to get this finale back up to to par for everything else and carry out um, the ending to this amazing season Um, i guarantee those people watching this finale will not know what is coming we it is going to be epic <laughs> in all the right ways, in all the wrong ways. And I cannot wait for the reaction um, from everybody to be able to kind of come together and watch this conclusion of an epic weekend that we did in the summer. Um, so without further ado, again, thanks, guys, for hopping on. Be sure to follow us on social media to, to uh, figure out when we are releasing it. We have a lot of fun stuff kind of coming out as well during finale week. So be sure to um, follow along at Survivor Grand Rapids Instagram and Facebook. And then after that, we will be doing a finale recap. Uh, you can find the finale on Survivor Grand Rapids or Survivor Dearborn Productions on YouTube or just looking up Survivor Grand Rapids. Without further ado, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Monday night. Um, enjoy your week off. Head back to camp. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. So, <laughs> good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you.